0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Pam Podcast, I'm James Prescott your host, great to be back with you again um, and today um, I've got a returning guest, she's a good friend of mine, um, she does a lot of commenting and questions on my live Facebook videos if you watch those, um, by the way you can catch all those on my Facebook page, uh, my personal Facebook page um, and she's been a guest on the show before, uh, about a year ago and on um, our questions we don't ask series and she's always got great things to say and it's Abby Lloyd welcome back. Hello
1: thanks for having me back.
0: Um, yeah it's great to have you back. Um,
1: I always Abby... try and challenge you on your Facebook lives to try and catch you out but you always give great answers. Oh, nice so.
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't prepare them I don't prepare them like um, I don't think I've really ever prepared a Facebook live properly I've like I've prepared, like, the first five minutes, first ten minutes.
1: Yeah, but that's what's so great about it. It's just spontaneous, and then it's got all this space for the people to come and jump in. I mean, sometimes sometimes I feel a bit like I overcrowd it a bit much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, It's funny, yeah, Facebook lives are funny because um, sometimes no one shows up and they last about ten minutes, and other other times loads of people show up and they last about an hour and a half, you know. And it's just me talking, like, the whole time. I have to keep talking. Even
1: that's gotta be quite hard work, like to know when to stop and start as
0: well. Well, yeah, I've had times, I've had times doing those calls where I've like just done like the end, and then somebody asked a question. <laughs> like I just said, right, okay, goodbye, like thanks for watching, and then somebody asked a question, yeah. <laughs> um, which is always the way with these live things. That's why I love doing them.
1: Yeah, oh, that's um, awesome.
0: Yeah, you, you see, this is what Abby and I do. We're we're friends, we have conversations about things and um, the reason we wanted to do this today is literally because when we talk, people we talk about really interesting things and I thought it might be cool to share it. So um, that's why this seems like just another conversation because kind of that's what we're trying to do, just talk about interesting stuff. We have yeah, got a topic really? to talk about today but that's just really a starting point so we don't know where that will go to. Um, the, 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 the topic we wanted to talk about was um, metrics for success, success yeah absolutely because really
1: you wrote like um, a blog post on this about success and wonder and I was instantly like let's talk about this <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes I did talk about a, a blog post about that um, uh, back in August I uh, and you'll find this on my website jamesprescott.co.uk it's there uh, on the blog um, I talked about success and wonder and there's this quote from Abraham Joshua Heschel um the great Jewish rabbi. Um I didn't ask for success, I asked for wonder. And that's quote has always stuck with me. Um yeah, and I just read a blog post, another post by Josh Radner. Um oh, yeah. the um musician, um actor, director. Um who he was on a little show called How I Met Your Mother. Um, oh yeah, but I know
1: he must have, but but uh, he's, uh, but he's so good. much
0: more than that now. I mean, he does so much great stuff now. Um, his writing is incredible. He writes um, his own newsletters, and which are brilliant in themselves. And um, he writes for Thrive Global. And he wrote a piece on a movie that he'd made, which had got which he'd taken to festivals, and it had been really well received. And mm-hmm. then it went on general release, and it didn't didn't do that well success like um even though i've seen it and it's a really great film um it just didn't do well with audiences for some reason and he talked about his experiences of that and uh, when i read that post i was so inspired that i first i emailed him and told him my story um about my book which had a similar kind of um response um and emailed me back um, very kind, really? oh, yeah, wow. Very kind, well written, um, encouraging, affirming email. Um, yeah, and it was just like he, he he really still can't believe he made two films. He's still blown away by the fact he directed two films.
1: Yeah, um, I mean that's amazing, isn't um, that's, it?
0: That, that's what I got. One of the things I got from that email was that was that. And, but then I just thought, okay, well, what what's my take on this topic? because i had been thinking about this topic for a while like what does success really mean what, what like we need to kind of redefine success and um, so i wrote a blog post on it and it was and that kind of wonder thing wasn't what i originally planned but it mm-hmm. kind of came out as i was writing the post that actually what i'm really looking for is wonder not success that you know that, or you, that but that but that also we can redefine success Absolutely. Success isn't just about isn't about the result. It's actually about what kind of life do you want to create? What kind of person do you want to be? Rather than how much money can I make? How like how many promotions can I get? Like, am I gonna get married? You know, um all the kind of normal metrics for success that Western society uses. Um maybe we need to kind of say, Okay, maybe we need a different model. You know, because those kind of don't deliver, you know, because we all have, we all have ups and downs, you know, things don't always turn out well. So if we judge our success success by how well those things do, then we're going to be disappointed and it's going to bring us down.
1: Yeah, I was uh, listening to a uh, podcast with uh, Elizabeth Fieldbert the other day, and she uh, oh, yeah, she's just amazing. And she she there's a line that she said there, which was, um, "What if um, joy is our me- measure for success?" Um, mm. And I probably listened to that about a year ago. I listened to it again recently. Um, but yeah, that that is really kind of what's driving um, my life at the moment, and like the. Um, I like you said with wonder versus success i think maybe you can have both if you redefine what success is like you're saying yeah, yeah. um it's, it's quite funny because i was thinking back to when i was last on the podcast and uh when i was last on your podcast i, I believe i was living in london
0: yeah you were
1: yeah trying, trying to sort of uh to make my way sort of into the london sort of art world which i'm still sort of doing my own art stuff in my own time but um it's just to update your people who take care. Um, I'm living in the Lake District now uh, and I'm working part-time um, because, simply because I figured out that I loved being outside um, and I'm not really looking for sort of, success in ways of money anymore. It's more um, I just love being outside and I want to be outside as much as possible. So I'll uh, live simply and uh, yeah. All my spare time is pretty much hiking or planning adventures, um, which yeah.
0: I love. <laughs> I know, and I see, I see, I, I can vouch for this because we're friends on Facebook, and um, half the photo I almost like every day—I see a new photo of new set of photos of some adventure you've been on. And uh, yeah, it's brilliant.
1: Well, it's uh, it's, it's great, and um, yeah. even not having a car makes adventures even more. Um, you kind of have to. This <laughs> is how you get around. It's like walking and yeah. by your feet. Um, so you see so much more than you would if you were sort of driving past in a car. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's just fascinating. Like um, quite a lot of people, I haven't really had any negative uh, feedback really. Uh, but mm. a lot of people don't really understand why I would move to what they would consider would in the middle of nowhere for a part time job um, because it's. You know, why would you do that as a sort of, um, you know, younger single woman? I should be sort of trying to build my career, perhaps trying to get out a family. Um, you know, like, like you were saying, all the things that people put into place as metrics of success. Um, but what if it's just all about joy um, and wonder? I mean, what if it's just all about that? Um, I think also people kind of focus a lot on... Um, dreams which isn't necessarily a bad thing but they see mm. that when they get this dream then they're gonna have success but i don't i don't believe that success is like a static thing mm, i think I agree. You, like you so like for now living in the lake strip for me is great but it might not be that might not be the sort of measure of success in two years time i might want to meet else um
0: it's, yeah yeah you, that's it yeah because... you always want
1: to keep moving and growing and
0: that's it cheap you I think, yeah, the, I think the big I think the measure of success has to be beyond what our circumstances are so yeah. like where you live or what you do that's not the me- the me- the me- the metric in itself like for me I, I'm trying to get to a place where my metric is success of success is am I growing am I
1: yeah
0: am I learning am I becoming a better person you know um you know, am I more the kind of person that I would like to be? You know that mm-hmm. that that's kind of, and the closer I get to that, if I keep, on am getting closer to that. I feel like I'm being successful, whatever my circumstances are. You know, yeah. Um, and you can what you can do actually with success is you can say, okay, what does what does success in this area of my life look like? Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. What does success professionally look like? What does success creatively look like? What does success in relationships look like what does that look like you know for me um and nobody else gets to define that we get to define that
1: yeah um, absolutely and it's really interesting the whole sort of um kind of guidelines that uh, are laid out for us like you are successful if you earn this much money or if you're married to this person or and it's really funny because maybe it's just because i spend a lot of time walking but the more time i spend away from cities and uh, sort of big sort of society areas. The more I kind of find myself thinking, how weird that this is all just made up. Like, no one in the animal kingdom had like any sort of like money bartering kind. Of, they have their own hierarchy, but you know that's just that's kind of nature. But um, they don't have like a this weird sort of made up thing where they like go and do jobs that are not naturally sort of meant to do like hey people never went and worked in an office or like it's all just completely made up and like it'd be like a badger like I don't know trying to I don't really know where I'm going with It's like trying to climb a tree. Like, why would a badger go and climb a tree? I actually don't know if badgers can climb trees, but... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just kind of like somewhere along the line, like, our intellect interfered with kind of what we're... Yeah, and it's now, like... supposed to be doing on the earth.
0: It's like the cultural story, isn't it? It's a story, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the point. That the whole idea of this is success, this is... This, you know, this, that is success. That is success. It's a story that we're fed by culture, by like whether it's secular culture or religious culture. It's like this is the narrative. Like, you know, you get, you grow up, you go to university, you get a job, yeah. you get married, you have kids, um, you get promoted, um, you move to a bigger house.
1: It's like, hey, we can just make up our own story. Like, if other people made it up before, like, we can just make our own one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that was just a story that's been kicked around for quite a while in the Western world, you know. Um,
1: And I'd argue that it's not really working anymore. Like, we've got far too many people on the Earth. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, Like, it's just... Like, a lot of people sort of say it's selfish to, for example, not want to have children. It's like, well, wait a minute. There's enough kids on the earth and, like, or not kids, people on the earth. Um, yeah. And there's loads of kids who don't have parents. Like, you could, you know, adopt if you if you do, yes. like, grow up and change your mind. And Like, there are plenty of things to look after in the, uh, on the earth. And there is you don't need to necessarily make more.
0: That's you right. Might. Yeah, some people, <laughs> people want to be mothers. Yeah. And that is great. Well, my sister, yeah. Yeah, des- yeah. desperate to be a mother. She always wanted to be yeah. a mother. Um, and now she is. And she loves it. And But like, there's some people I know yeah, who the same age who don't want children, haven't got children, will never, don't want to have children, ever. Yeah. And that is fine. That I mean, that is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, and there's a lot of guilt and shame that goes around that, like, mm. especially with women when it comes to children yeah, i think so like yeah. if, you, oh, if you don't want children that what? Well, how can you be so selfish and it's like yeah. well like i i just don't want children yeah elizabeth gilbert's a great example of that yeah
1: she's she, brilliant she's, she's like one of my role models i'm like yes to everything she says it's yeah brilliant. she
0: never wanted children she didn't want yeah. to have children ever well, and she yeah. also made the point
1: that she wasn't going to have children in case she, uh, just in case um, she, regretted, she regretted it later. But like, like you said, like you, there's always options later on if you do change your mind. Like, but if you make that decision earlier on before you're ready, then like, you know, you just, you, you know, you're going down a, you're creating a path that you don't want for yourself. Um,
0: yeah, that's right, and it's <laughs> it's not predetermined. You know, that yeah. um
1: I mean, I'd You'd love get, a dog. Dog is my
0: kind of level of responsibility <laughs> abilities right now. But <laughs> yeah, that's great. You know, I don't, I don't know whether I want kids or not. I, I generally don't know. I mean, I you know, I'm in my early forties, so yeah, I'm getting on a bit. But I mean, it's different when you're a, a guy, I guess. But still, you know. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I lo- I, I guess I, do...
0: I, I don't know. I literally don't. It may be that I do end up having kids. It may be that I don't.
1: Yeah, parents, I do love the idea of adopting possibly one day, but I have no, it's it's really, like, it's like I just have no desire to actually have a child myself, like you literally grow a human being inside you, it's it's, it's beautiful, but it's weird, I don't know if I really want to experience it.
0: Yeah, I, I, no, it is, it is strange, it, I must admit when I saw my sister pregnant and it was kicking and you could see the, her tummy moving, yeah. It was like, yeah, oh my god! the people. Like, I'm just not like sure real, I want it for myself. That's like a whole person inside of you, like a real person, like yeah. actually inside of you. Like, yeah. It was just like weird to think about it, but so odd, um. It? But um, she loved it. I mean, she like loved the loved the whole process. You know, it's like yeah, like,
1: that's the whole wonder of life,
0: isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's a great thing, if that's yeah. your story. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, that's the thing about metrics of success. It's like, we get to decide what success looks like for us. We yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Um, yeah. Like, so what, I mean, what what does success look like for you right now?
1: For me right now, um, it looks like, um, i think it looks like me wanting to uh, do my... I, a bit more than doing my own thing. It's more like right now I'm really interested in um, sort of pushing the boundaries of my physical self. Um, like, I grew up in quite a religious, well, yeah, in a, like a Christian sort of background. And it's all it was all very heavy on the spiritual side of things. But there's a, because a lot of rules and negative sort of um The negative way that is spoken about the flesh and the body in church, um, uh, I didn't use, um, didn't do like a lot of activities um, with my body before, and so it's just really interesting, kind of using my body to walk as far as I can, um, or run as fast, run as far as I can. I'm like, oh my goodness, I've actually signed up for a half marathon, which is wow, wow. Uh, yeah, um, and that is going to really be pushing my body to its limits because I've already um, sort of injured uh, my leg uh, whilst trying to, whilst trying to train for this thing because it's um, not that long way. It's like twentieth of October, and um, oh I was a bit, as a bit, I got a bit slack with the training in over the summer, and so I last couple of weeks I went really hard with the training, and then kind of injured my leg, (laughs) but what I'm loving is kind of, um, that I'm in this kind of human body as a, as a spiritual being, but it's like, I'm only in this body for a short amount of time for this period of my life. Um, and I want to experience everything. I kind of want to experience kind of pure exhaustion, um, pushing it to, pushing myself to the end, um, Like, and I've never really been a runner, uh, but I just find it curious how after a while your sort of body gets used to you being uh, in this state of kind of um, faster movement than usual and your breathing changes and it becomes like a normal rhythm. It's just really um, fascinating. Um, So I think for me at the moment, it's kind of like pushing my physical boundaries and like i said before being outside a lot um is what i'm really enjoying um i and so sort of, i expect probably in the next year or so it's probably going to be kind of a little bit going back possibly towards uh family and friends because i have isolated myself quite a lot out here so i think at some point i will need to go back to or create a sort of tribe around me where there's more people around me mm-hmm. um but yeah right now it's about uh yeah pushing the <laughs> seeing what different activities feel
0: like in my
1: body
0: is quite fun. <laughs> yeah. If that yeah. makes any sense. <laughs> that sounds really good. That sounds really good. Um. Um. Oh, echo. Oh, echo. <laughs> echoing. <laughs> like, oh, echoing? It, oh, it, oh no. This uh, is the. This is what happens when you start recording. Like when you get, you can get a feedback. So, i apologize for that for that oh, no. Yeah, um, yeah. But
1: what about you? What does success look for you? For you in your life at the moment?
0: Um. What does it look like for me? So Sorry. you put me on the spot here. I yeah, if you asked me a difficult question. I'm going to ask it
1: back.
0: <laughs> you always ask me difficult that's questions. Intense. You always ask me difficult questions. I do.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, no, hey, that's you're true. You're really
0: good at asking difficult questions. Um, that's what I'm going to do. It's my <laughs> there's a series on the put on the podcast called "Difficult Questions" with Abby Lloyd. You know, it's like. Um, but yeah, what does success look like for me? Well, I think right now I, for me, it's becoming financially free. And by that, I mean free of debt. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's finding that next book, what that is, um, and kind of just growing in my character and being able to step out of the old binary tribal mindset mm-hmm. groups and actually having the courage to actually stand out and be different from those groups yeah. publicly. You Because know, yeah. I already feel like that I am inside. Um, I'm just tentatively dripping dipping my foot in the water of stepping outside of it publicly sure um i'm trying to figure out what that looks like um but what i really want to do is just be someone who is affirming and encouraging and creates things that can help at least one person and yeah get 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 rid of my debt and start again in a way um that's awesome live in a different place and maybe when i'm and you know find a job that i'm i can enjoy and that isn't damaging to my mental health Mm -hmm. um and and once i've got those in those things in place i can then think about my health you know and my physical health um And yeah, it's like it's happened in a little sequence because I found my new community. I found my new church.
1: Yeah, that was
0: that was the first thing. That's awesome. As part of this process, and the house, the flat, selling my flat is the second part of the process, and that's now happening. Mm. You know, I've 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 agreed to sell it. I've I've done it. It's done. You know, it's just waiting for a few months for it to go through, Um, and. When that happens, I can pay off debts and I can, I can still, I can still have a property, but I, but I, but I can, I can be free of debt, you know, and, Mm. um, and that's a big thing for me and gives me opportunities to do other things Mm -hmm. and it feels like a new beginning, you know, it's, it's going to be, um, it's going to be amazing. So I feel like I'm beginning to create a successful life and I know I have a plan and I know where I'm going, and that, but if you're, I, and I feel like I'm creating, yeah, a better version of myself.
1: So, yeah, I was just um, saying, so to the, you were saying you you felt that like you would be successful when you got that, but I reckon being active in making that happen, that is a successful life, right? Because you're already, like, partaking in your story and changing and growing like you i'd
0: say that was already successful yeah no i I feel the same i feel like yeah i feel like i'm being successful in what i'm wanting to do Uh, and yeah in and i also know there's more to come which Mm -hmm. is like and i'm not thinking about money when i'm thinking about success anymore you know yeah um i mean i would like to make more money don't get me wrong Sure, yeah. Um I would love a book contract with a big publisher and to sell lots of books and yeah. you know, go and speak at big events and that would be all great if I got to do that. Um you always love
1: writing.
0: Yeah, I'm always gonna love yeah. writing, yeah. And yeah. what yeah. does success
1: look for like for you in your writing
0: now? <laughs> well to be yeah, to success would look like me figuring out what my what this book I have to write is because I know that there's a couple of things inside of me that I want to write as a book and I need to figure I've got I've started writing down ideas that I had mm-hmm. in fact I did this the other day I wrote down like okay I just thought okay I'm not going to forget what kind of what kind of project they are I'm just going to write down ideas that I have and then figure <laughs> out what they are and so I just did that and I told somebody these ideas like and they said all these four ideas, there were four ideas, and I, 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 I read them to somebody, and they said, that's one book, you could do that as one book, it's, like, it's totally linked that's together, cool. and I was like, and I looked at it, and I thought, oh my god, yeah, that is one book, like, <laughs> it was really bizarre, because I hadn't intended it like that at all, um, cool. like, because I'd had, like, one of them as a blog post, one of them as a podcast, and a couple of them as, like, books, or e-books, maybe, and then, but then, she, this, my friend of mine just said, no, 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 This is this is a book, you need to look at this and you need to kind of go, go and kind of develop it and, like, think about oh, it. Oh, brilliant. So that was kind of cool. So success in writing would be figuring out what that next book is, um, getting a – working, maybe working with somebody and um, coming up with a structure and a plan and then writing that, that book, you know. Um, so I'm working on that. That's not my immediate – like, I'm not – I kind of decided to, to – not really work really hard on the book until i've moved and the house stuff is done because um i won't have i won't have the time or the energy to do it properly so i'm going to do what i can now what i'm going to come up with ideas and try and figure out some kind of arc for it and have a few ideas and then i can go to somebody with all of all of that and say right this is this is what i've got how can we what how can i turn this into a book you know um, and I'll do that next, that'll be something I'll do in the new year like the next big next big thing you know um, mm-hmm. that I work on like because right now I'm working on moving you know and, yeah yeah and, yeah. yeah and that's a, I that's think a big deal
1: space is really really important for um, creative projects I think you have to have the right space and the right environment um, to To be able to sort of be, sit down and focus on it um i think yeah i think you need like you know somewhere where you can sit and focus and kind of go have the routine of where you can have the dis- discipline of being able to sit down and make the thing mm. um
0: yeah i agree um yeah it takes it takes a focus and um i know i couldn't write a book right now um i can still write and i will still write and i'll But now I have kind of a focus for that writing, and I can kind of, like, I watch a lot of documentaries about movies, and it's always, like, there's always, like, the development of the movie. Yeah. And then there's the making, then there's the getting everyone to make it, everyone you need to make it, and then the actual filming of it. Yeah, Um, yeah. And and the development thing can go on for, for years, and no one even knows about it. Like, they've got films in development now, which won't come out until two or three years' time, at least. Yeah and they haven't even cast it yet, and they haven't, yeah, yeah. you know, all that kind of thing, so I kind of feel, I'm kind of almost feeling like that that approach with my book, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's in, yeah, it's in development that it like right it. now, there is something there, I just don't know quite what it is, but it's, but it's there, it's like, you know, and I've got my memoir as well, which will be probably the one after that, you know, when I've kind of gone through this, because I still feel like I'm living that memoir right now, so and I can't write, you can't really write a, a book when you're still living it you need a bit of distance yeah so, definitely um so that's going to be the one after next so I've got that's two books
1: she's uh, well, like, like wow that's incredible I find it so interesting talking to uh, creative people because um I see myself as a creative person but like my projects and mediums like vary wildly from like project to project so I've never really just wanted to do one thing I always I just kind of like experimenting too much to be loyal to one art form I yeah. I just I, I love speaking to people who have always just like had this one thing so like with like you with writing um it's like mm. that's your thing it's really I find it fascinating um
0: yeah I mean it's weird actually you say that because my writing was the verb was my definitely my big thing um but yeah. I found like doing this podcast I really enjoy talking. Mm.
1: Like, I, how did you get into like the podcast? Well, was I, that I, like an overflow from your writing, or
0: it was kind of I I, um, <laughs> it's funny to talk about this, but it's but I I wanted to do kind of a podcast, but I but I didn't know what I wanted to do with it. I didn't just want to do a podcast for the sake of doing a podcast. I wanted to mm. I wanted to do one if I had something to say, if there was something, if there if I could see how I would do a podcast. What I could do with the medium, um, then I would thought. Then I, then I try it. You know, and I didn't want to rush it either. And then, like, about three years ago, three and a half years ago, I had, I had the idea of what I would do, um, and it would be me talking about things, reflect, do me doing little reflections, but also discussions with people, like we're having. You know, mm. about topics that are important. You know, and like not just formal interviews but kind of conversations about things which matter, you know. And that was kind of my way into it. And then I thought, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this. And so I I, I took time. It took me two or three months from like the idea from like the initial idea to actually releasing the first one because I mm-hmm. I wanted to plan and I wanted to get it right and I wanted to have all the correct equipment and you know, that kind of thing. So I took my time over that. And, um, but I love it now. And talking is like a medium that I, that I'm enjoying. Um, yeah. huh. and like, I mean, like it's got me interested in radio and doing radio maybe at some point because, oh, that'd be cool. because I kind of like the whole, this whole medium because it, it allows more conversation. And like one of the things I was saying this to somebody else the other day on another podcast that I did, um, that we've lost the art of conversation. Like huh. we need and podcasts. I think one of the reasons that podcasts are so popular right now is because that's where people are finding that that conversation. Yeah, yeah. That people are craving that craving conversation, and um, so they go to podcasts to hear that. Um, and it's sad that it's just in podcasts. You know, really, I think we yeah. need to kind of reclaim it in you know outside of podcasts. Um, that makes
1: sense. I mean what's great about podcasts is anyone can kind of start one up. So it's brilliant because you can you can listen to kinda anyone without any in like in in the world and kinda just listen to kind of what they're thinking, saying, join the conversation.
0: Yeah. Um, Actually, yeah, that's one thing I would say, like if you want to start a podcast, all you need to do is get the anchor app for your phone mm -hmm. and link it to Spotify and record something on your phone and it will just literally you can edit it if you want you don't have to you can it will literally turn it into a podcast and you name it and you, you do a little graphic for it and it will turn it into a podcast it will put it on every platform like it'll put it on itunes it'll put it on spotify it will put it like literally i did this just as an experiment for fun
1: yeah I literally
0: just create this little random little thing i called it random random wisdom or something yeah, and it's on there. Like, I mean, I, I might might make some more of those, but it was just a fun thing, like a fun creative experiment, just to see that I could if I could do it. And I was like, I recorded this stuff on my phone, and then it was suddenly it was on iTunes, and it was on like literally like the same day. And I like it was just mad. And I thought awesome. this is so cool because everyone can do this. There's mm. no excuse. You don't have to be a techno tech person to 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 do that. You can press. Press record on your phone, and it will yeah. do the rest for you. Like, um, and uh, and that's really really great because I I I I love that the kind of the barriers are coming down. You know, the gatekeepers yeah, yeah. are coming down. That everyone can contribute, and uh, that's a really really cool thing. So the the whole the, the whole spoken media thing that's really cool. That's where the Facebook Live came in. That's yeah. why I started doing Facebook Lives because I was enjoying doing the podcasting. And the mm-hmm. Facebook Live is kind of like taking that to a different d- dimension. Like, I've got ideas of things I'd like to do with video as well, but yeah. they cost money and you need experts yeah. and stuff like that. And I, I I, can't do that right now. And um, I don't have the time to do that right now. But Facebook Live is the, is the one way that I'm using video at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I love it.
1: That's cool. So do you find that the voice that comes out when you're writing is different to the voice that comes out on your podcast or your Facebook lives?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, Does it come from like a different place or is it uh, how?
0: Yeah, this is, this is like an, it's like you're interviewing me. I found the table. um, (laughs) This is
1: what I'm talking to, just random questions come up. No, it's good,
0: um, it's good, it's good. You can't go back to success and wonder if you like. Uh, No, it's kind of, it's it's kind of related. I mean, it's. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it it is really interesting, though, how when you're talking physically, you, you communicate in a different way. It's a different medium. So I think it uses a different part of your brain, probably, as well. So you do things in different ways you know um yeah I, it is a really interesting dynamic and because i often want to write like i talk but i just can't and yeah. um but
1: it's you're, worth writing you kind of write it down and then you edit it and then you change it and it, it's, yeah, it's not. right. yeah um, whereas uh, when you when you speak you can get the message across a lot clearer it doesn't come out quite the same when you're writing so you have to when you're writing you kind of have to um change and manicure it so it says what you are trying to intend to
0: yeah the thing i like about writing and this is why i love books most of all uh, out of all the written forms you know blogs or anything else is because with a book you can you can craft it you can shape it it's like it's like the difference between like a YouTube clip and a full-on movie. You know, you can you can craft it. It can have an arc. You, know, you can plan the whole thing from start to finish. You know, and you can do that with a talk as well. But um, there's something about that with a book, and something about holding a book and like the smell of a book and the physical mm. experience of reading a book. I, this is why I can't read e-books because it's like just on my screen and I don't I just don't like it it doesn't I like the smell and the feel of a book in my hand have you um, had
1: like a Kindle though because Kindle is like I thought it'd be the same but they're actually much
0: better than just looking at a screen I mean, it, it looks like you're looking at a page it's not yeah. like shiny or anything yeah an actual Kindle is quite I, I, they're kind of they're not bad yeah I've I've, I've seen them they're, 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 they, look, they look quite good and um, but yeah I think I still like the the smell of paper, you know, it's, yeah. it's just like, and the sound, it's just something about the ethereal nature of it, you know, um, but which has nothing to do with writing, actually. <laughs> but, no, no but I
1: know, but I, get, it's kind of like but, the setting in which, um, I outraged my brother last Christmas, because, um, I was reading an ebook next to my, um, map with like a log fire screensaver, <laughs> and he was, he was like, you've just taken, like, the nice traditional reading book by log fire. I'm like technolified It. <laughs> I mean, he just he was like, why would you do? that I was like, yeah, it's like atmospheric. It's still mm, yeah. Um, but it's not the same. But yeah, it's just quite funny answer. He was there with his book, and then I was there with my ebook next to this sort of screen table, which is a log fire. It it looked the same. It was had the same effect, apart from the warmth. You can't put a marshmallow on there, but it's good. <laughs> mm,
0: yeah. That does sound quite cool. Yeah, it yeah. was fun. Yeah, I mean, really you
1: did it to wear my brother up, and it totally worked.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, like on your question, I, there's definitely a difference between, and I think, I think anyone who's written books and done speaking will tell you the same hmm. thing that it's a different medium, and so different things come out. I mean, it can be the same message. Yeah. in a way but it's communicated differently um and there's this thing this phrase I heard the medium is the message so whatever medium <laughs> you're using will impact the message that comes across so you can say the same thing in a different medium and it will come across differently mm. um and
1: that's totally true like if you put a post out on Facebook about something that's annoyed you mm.
0: versus
1: speaking to a friend in a pub about something that's annoyed you it's totally different yeah. um like on your Facebook one, some people may post on there, but probably not, and or like it or agree with you. But and but you know, the second one is kind of much more um, kind of healing. It's engaging. You can um, you know have a conversation mm. about it. Um, Facebook's great for many things like your Facebook lives, etc. Um, but there's you know definitely kind of a um, big void where. In, in social media, where your voice can get kind of lost among the seats because there's so many different people yeah. shouting, and um, yeah, it's really yeah, uh, I, I, it's, it's interesting, definitely pros
0: and cons to it. But social media has got so loud, mm. I feel everyone's shouting, yeah, everyone's shouting to be heard. No one's there's no calm, mm-hmm. there's no friendliness anymore, it's not even cheerful anymore. You know, everyone's always yeah. ma- angry about something, shouting about something, trying to promote their platform. Like, yeah, it's just like so little authentic conversation anymore. It's really weird, isn't it? And it, it, it's just, it's changed. Like, and I know, I'm sure that Brexit and Trump has had something to do with that. But, Ooh, I, don't, yeah. but I don't think it's just that. I think it's, mm. you know, I think there's, there's more to it than that. And that it's, you know, it's, it's dangerous. You know, we need to. Social media is good, but we need to use it in a really good, healthy way rather than...
1: Definitely,
0: yeah. Like, are just getting more and more angry. And mm. that's not healthy. That doesn't do anything good. That's not good for your mental health. And it doesn't change anything, really. Like, just, but also,
1: just, I feel like it's... Um, if, if people often are angry about something, so maybe they'll post it on social media, yeah. then you kind of feel like they've done something about it.
0: Yes, um, that's... that's yes I was
1: just... it's not really the same as going to a protest or you know um taking action about it oh. even if you sign a little form like i don't even know if that actually makes a difference or not like it's it's kind of like people feel like they're taking action on facebook and then they go off and do the rest of their lives and they're not really um yeah. engaging in the issue which apparently is making them very
0: angry but yeah i know and this is actually what one of the things i actually tweeted about this today that you know what well, i would rather be the kind of person that does loads of stuff and mm. never talks about it on social media yeah because social media is not my judge of whether i care about something or not yeah. i do not have to say something on social media to be concerned about a cause i don't yeah. i don't have mm. to prove i'm i don't have to prove to anybody else that i care about something like I, if you care about
1: it, you care about it, and that will be yeah. shown in your actions. It's, it's just, yeah. Yeah.
0: And if nobody knows what I do, and I do this, I do some activism. Yeah. And I, I do something for a cause, and nobody knows. Doesn't matter. I know I've done it.
1: Yeah. God exactly. Kn-
0: yeah. Like if you're a Christian, God knows you've done it. Like yeah. there's even something in the Bible about not letting your right hand know what your left hand is doing. Yeah. You know, or the other way around. I can't remember this right or left, or whatever. But. Basically, don't let the other hand know what the one hand is doing. Yeah, I like, yeah. As in, don't, like, make a big song and dance about what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. um, there's that there's story about that guy in the temple who made a big deal out of him, out of giving, like, a certain amount of his wealth. And mm-hmm. then this other guy just comes in anonymously and gives everything that he has. Yeah. And, like, nobody knows he's done it. Um, and, like, Jesus says, do you want to be like that guy? Not the guy that shows off about what he's done. Like, so... You know, whilst I get advocating for causes on social media is a good way to build up support. That's a good. That's a good thing. But just like this kind of like, you have to say something on social media, otherwise you don't care and you're not doing anything. Is wrong. It's wrong. It's flat out wrong, and it's shaming, and it's like it's just it's not right. You know, because like first, not everyone's on social media anyway, Mm -hmm. and like secondly, if your whole life is on social media, what are you doing? with the rest of your life, you're not doing anything. Yeah. You're not actually yeah. doing anything. You're just saying you're doing something. And, yeah. like, and not actually doing anything real. Like, so, um, yeah, that's kind of a, that was a little bugbear for me today that I kind of tweeted about, and I was... I really uh, are. Because I just got a bit, I just got a bit sick of, I'm sick of the kind of shaming and the, the guilt tripping. Mm. Uh, and the passive-aggressive stuff on there that from some people... They're kind of like, if you don't say anything, then you're complicit or whatever, or you don't care, which is not true, yeah. because...
1: I mean, it's about what you're doing in your own life, is Yeah, you, there's more than one medium, if it, you know, social media isn't the only medium in which you can take action. <laughs> you,
0: you know, if you're a famous person, then maybe people want to know what you're doing, and maybe it matters more because people... Uh, Looking to you to have some kind of response. Sure, yeah,
1: but I can,
0: I can but, see, I can sort of see that side of things. Um, but I'm not that person. I'm not. Yeah. You know, I, nobody's nobody's sitting there waiting for me to respond to something because I've got millions of followers who are waiting on my every word. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not. You know, um, I've got what three thousand mm-hmm. followers on Twitter. You know, that's that's not. My, I mean, it sounds a lot, but it's in in the bigger scheme of things, it's not a lot of people, and so you know, when you think the population of the world is 7 billion, you know, it's, yeah. um, it's not really that many. So, um, yeah, that was kind of, that. you're absolutely right with that. Yeah. The
1: thing is, as well, is, is uh, if you, I mean, there are, you know, you should stand up for, you know, what you believe and what you think is right and wrong, but if you're expressing your beliefs and then, only following people who have the same beliefs as you, then you're missing out on, like, so much conversation and, like, people who are only going to follow you because they agree with what you're saying. There's just so much um, conversation that you're kind of missing out on there. Um, Mm. That's just sort of, in a way, segregating more than it's bringing anyone Mm. together Um, because you're just in a little group of people who think the same as you. Um, You need to be able to talk to people, I I believe, face-to-face and hear other people's reasons for um, why they believe or think what they think so that you can get different um, sort of ideas and views without everyone being really defensive. Um, Yes, yes. Because you can be stuck on the way that you think or believe um, because you haven't heard anyone else's point of view. If you sort of, you know, if you listen, you, know, you you might find yourself changing your mind, which is totally fine. Um, yeah. But, no. you know, you need to be able to ha- have access to the, all the different points of view so that you can make a valid decision in sort of what you think and believe.
0: This is why we need, we the need art of more of conversation. Pressure. You know, it's, um, it's why we need healthier expressions of social media. Yeah, you know, I really, and you need to calm down. You know, yeah. <laughs> we all know there are things that are really, really wrong going on in the world, and that we need to do something about them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like people people don't know that. People know that. But if you're just getting full of full of like rage, basically, like yeah. rather than like like some kind of anger is is a good thing in a sense because it can drive you to do something about a good cause. Yeah. So a certain level of anger is, is is okay, but when it turns into just rage and like you're ranting and like yeah, that's and you're just kind of yeah, and it's like, just not helpful anymore.
1: Everyone who believes so and so is clearly a da da da.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's just not it was it's like just... everyone who a couple of years ago it was everyone who everyone who voted for Trump is a sexist racist. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, well, actually, no, that's not. not true. Um, like like, if you actually listened to them and heard their story, you'd understand that that actually that's not not true. You know, that's why I really made a point of, when he was elected, to listen to people that I knew who had voted for him, because I wanted to understand why they voted for him. Because I knew they weren't racist, I knew they weren't sexist. Absolutely, yeah. And I knew that they were good people. So it was like, I was curious, like, why did you vote for him? And they explained it to me, and it had nothing to do with like those those things it was yeah they didn't like him even they didn't like who he was or any of those things that he'd done but it was not about that for them there were there were mm-hmm. other issues which are personal to them which are actually quite painful for them and where they weren't feeling listened to and when i heard it i thought well i understand i, don't, I still don't agree but sure. I, but i understand why Absolutely, that happened yeah. and i'm not going to go around judging you and like ignoring you because that is what Led to Trump being elected in the first place because a whole lot of people just didn't just didn't listen to these people. Yeah. And Trump went and just spoke to them, and they yeah. were like, "Ah, finally, someone hears our story." Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. Like, that it was just like you know, and that's that's how Brexit happened, I think, as well. Yeah. And, yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. It was and it's like we've just we need to start listening because if we don't listen, it's going to get worse. Yeah. Like, yeah we didn't listen and this is what happened like and um but people still can't admit it that's the problem um that is the issue isn't it
1: yeah um, it's a, yeah, yeah. The whole, Brexit's
0: a whole damn story isn't it <laughs> but yeah oh yeah that's a whole other story yeah <laughs> um oh my American friend I, I I'm sure I don't know if you know what Brexit is I presume you do but it's um it's, it's the UK leaving the European Union and it's it's terrible for our country and all the facts supported us staying in but um, but we had um, a bunch of people who told us to ignore facts and played to national pride and ego and um, the the idea of Empire um, and got everyone to vote us to leave um, as an act of rebellion and people fell for it like they fell for Trump um, so and now it's kind of everything that the people said would happen that's bad has happened. Um, and uh, but, um, and those guys are still denying the, still denying it they're, just, they're denying what they said and it's just basically it's a nightmare so um yeah and so we had our own version of Trump um and it was for the same reasons as like we we're saying so we just need to learn to listen right? and it's
1: yeah so... I mean with Brexit at the time um when the vote went uh was going through um I was living in Japan at the time and um I'd heard about Brexit, and I I didn't really think it was going to be a big thing, um, purely because everyone on my Facebook, like we were saying just now, were we're kind of people who thought like me, and everyone was like, nah, it's fine, of course we're staying in, like, and so I registered to vote, and I voted from abroad, um, but I didn't really think it was a big deal, and then I was kind of um, watching the results, and it was just, um, and even to the last minute, for some reason, I had this kind of this... um, blanket over my eyes. I was like, no, there'll be good. there's gonna be a last minute kind of uh of people and it's it's gonna be fine. Um, yeah. until the very last minute when they said it was Brexit, I was like, What and it's uh, it was yeah, it was just completely um, blinding just because everybody on my Facebook it's you know were clearly in for it, you know, and I was like, Oh, it's it's not a big deal. Everyone's think,
0: Yeah, everyone was in shock. Yeah, it was that was crazy. It was
1: really weird watching it from another country as well because obviously the mm. um, news only really gives you the headlines and then like the things that like kind of the things that happened afterwards like um there was a while when um boris johnson was in running for being prime minister and i was like dying i was just like what is happening I like,
0: mm, yeah.
1: uh, and then yeah uh, And then everything else that followed.
0: (laughs) My American friends, uh, Boris Johnson, think Donald Trump, English version of Donald Trump, and then you're somewhere close to... Although he's not quite as right-wing as Donald Trump is, let's be fair. Um, Well, I don't know. But but still, he's He's bad news, basically. Donald
1: Trump, but think, like, um, he doesn't really have a clue. I don't
0: think he's really... No, the thing about Boris Johnson is um, he is Oxford... Oxford educated or Cambridge, hmm. um, so he's which, which
1: he, isn't a great advert for that university.
0: Uh, he, uh, he, which means that and you don't you don't get into that university if you're stupid. So he's actually quite a clever guy, and but
1: so?
0: he gives the impression of being a being stupid um, because it means that people dismiss him as not really a threat. But he's actually very very smart, which makes him even scarier. Um oh, no,
1: he's smart.
0: Um, <laughs> he's a bit of a bumbler. He's a bit of a. Misogynist, um, you know, adulterer. <laughs> yeah. So the similarities with Trump are oh, there are some. Um, if
1: you um, if you want some lighthearted hearted comedy, uh, you need to YouTube um, Boris Johnson dancing to the Spice Girls at oh, yeah. um, the Olympics. <laughs> oh my goodness! I that remember that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so fun. It was funny.
1: Um, yeah. That, um, that basically sums up in my mind who I believe Boris Johnson is.
0: Yeah. And he could be the next prime minister of the UK. No, like oh, he could man. not. No, I'm worried that it could happen. You know, I don't write anything off. Nowadays. I don't think
1: he will. He won't. He
0: won't be. He'll try to I'm be.
1: Gonna, I'm just gonna play that whole ignorance card again. Like until he, it happens,
0: it's not. Mean, like, this is a guy who, when he was, I think he was 12 years old, like wrote down his life goals, and one of them was being prime minister. Like, and he wants that desperately. He is everything he does is about him getting that job um so um we'll see what happens and i hope he doesn't become prime minister um i'm 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 hoping that he doesn't but i have a bad feeling that he will so we'll see anyway i didn't want to get into politics too much in this show Um, like see this is what happens we start off talking about metrics for success and we spend about 20 minutes half hour talking about that and then we've gone into something completely different
1: yeah it's probably my
0: fault no no no, no, no i was saying that's a good thing <laughs> you
1: know
0: at the moment about politics so that's a really good thing like how i love how our conversations go like this this is what conversation is meant to be like
1: <laughs> you know
0: like you're meant to kind of just go into different spontaneous different places and um yeah so what about something more light-hearted we're nearly, we're nearly we're nearly kind of done now. It's let's finish with something
1: lighthearted. But,
0: but something oh. more lighthearted. I mean, like, where do we kind of begun with? Like metrics of success, and like you talked about joy as a metric for success. Let's mm. maybe go back to joy.
1: So, uh, what what's, what what's bringing you most joy right
0: now? What's bringing me most joy right now? Mm. Um. Crikey, I think my new church community yeah. is bringing me a lot of joy. That's lovely. Um, I love being part of that community and getting more involved with it and serving there and meet, meeting new friends and you know having the freedom to express my faith in a way that I want to. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a really big source of joy now for me. And being an uncle, honestly, it's yeah. like one of the biggest. Biggest blessings of my whole life. Like, That's awesome. Um, I love it. I absolutely love it, and I don't ever want to stop being an uncle. Um, yeah, yeah. Like just,
1: well, you won't. You're gonna, yeah. you uncle
0: for life, aren't you? So yeah. yeah you know, can't get back on it. <laughs> you know, I just, I just love it.
1: Absolutely. I sleep I change my
0: mind. <laughs> Whenever I need a bit of an, uh, a lift, I, you know, my nephew just gives me a big hug. So. Oh. It's lovely, you know, and, and spontaneously as well, which is just like the best.
1: Kids are so fun and loving like that. Yeah,
0: they are. Yeah. What about you? What's bringing you joy right now?
1: Uh, Hmm. Uh, Cycling quite a lot. Um, Not really running. Like it's definitely activities. Um, I've always loved cycling and um, hiking. I'm also planning a big hike, um, so that's bringing me a lot of joy. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I booked the time off at the beginning of the year to do this big hike in November. Um, wow. So uh, it's getting quite close now I start. I actually start on Halloween Which is hilarious It wasn't planned like that It just um, It just worked out with the days I've got off work So my first hiking day will be um, uh, 31st of October on Halloween uh, And then I'm going to walk the Pennine Way So it's about 260 miles Goes from wow. Eden in Manchester Up to uh Getum in Scotland um, So Oh. Yeah, it's going to be brilliant. I
0: can't wait. How long does that normally take?
1: Uh, Anywhere between like 15 to 18 days. Um, I've just been doing my... Um, I'm probably going to be doing about 16 days roughly, maybe a bit longer. Um, yeah, so maybe no more than 18 days, but yeah, about that sort of time. So that's doing roughly about... Um, 15 miles a day but um well on average I would say some days more some days less and I've kind of got my i will go to my cousin's wedding halfway through it <laughs> <laughs> so um
0: so you got to take a dress well, with you three, as well. yeah
1: three days into it so I'll be hiking for three days and then take the train into Manchester go to the wedding and then the next day come back and then carry on um
0: but <laughs> wow <laughs> that's fantastic that is so fantastic
1: yeah so the planning of
0: that is bringing me a lot of joy um so yeah that's what i'd say that's awesome that's awesome it's always so good to have you on the show
1: oh it's always um, fun talking to you
0: i feel like we could talk forever really <laughs> like, we'd always find new things to talk about you know so yeah. i think we need to do more episodes just practicing the art conversation yeah we'll do some more like i don't know in the next few months we'll do some yeah. more um, and you can all enjoy I'll start that.
1: After my hike, and then I'll um, think of things to ask you throughout
0: my hike. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It feels like actually when I do when I talk with you, it feels like you're interviewing me, which is quite funny. Um, <laughs> like when when, you, when you're the guy that does the interview all the time. When like when I'm recording all these interviews, I'm the one to asking the questions. Yeah. So to be asked questions on a podcast <laughs> is quite is quite bizarre, especially when it's your own show. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um is really, take over. It. It's, it's good fun. It's good fun. Um so Thank Um thanks Abby and thanks everyone for listening. No worries. Um, uh yeah and have a great week everybody.